Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes, but like not those kind of adult themes, unfortunately. Just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warning for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems, at least your dating ones. Welcome to D8, Devoted, Desired, Dreamier, Dirty, Dapper Dates for Dejected Daters. My name is Roz Grapers, founder, CEO, and love wizard. And if you're listening to this message, then I'm dead. <laughs> Excited about going to the Masks of Winter Ball. Roz Grapers is on the up and up and up. And I promise to remember all of you when I'm at the top. Most of you. Some of you. What's your name again? Anyway, what's your party trick? I will light everybody's alcohol on fire and then drink everybody's drink. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't really have a party trick, I don't think. Uh, Oh, well, well, when myself and Adonna uh, first started seeing each other, uh, when we would spend time together, I would balance uh, things on the end of my... uh, uh, a f- a finger. Uh, <laughs> uh, finger and, uh, yes, a, a, a very f- uh, fun time, yes. <laughs> very thick, long fingers you have. <laughs> if only you knew. <laughs> no, I can see in your file. <laughs> and in those pictures. <laughs> oh, uh, this really impresses people. I can name all the scientific elements. Earth, water, fire, air, and love. You hold some son of a bitch. <laughs> Did you ever see those people at uh, cocktail bars who do like all the flaring and stuff with the bottles? Um, I'm able to do that with my dagger on the back of my hand. So balance it by the hilt, flip it up in the air, and it will come back on the back of my hand again. You know, you know, you know something? Hmm? The explanation actually made that worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> It's the morning of the Masks of Winter Ball, uh, being thrown in honour of King Dreyfus, and now partly thrown as well for the heroes of Galeshire City that slayed the Dracohydra, saved hundreds if not thousands of citizens from no uncertain doom and disaster. The last couple of days have sort of whizzed by you in a blur, For AJ, however, your sojourn into the city came with a lot of heavy thoughts and questions and doubts, all of which anchor around 
your own sense of self and sense of purpose. And this is something that out of game Ben and I had discussed. You've come to a decision and you make your way first to the Temple of Brogue to gather a few belongings and gather a few bits and pieces. The tickets to the Greggs will be dispatched once the repairs to the temple are complete. And being on the western side of the city, you've also remembered, oh yeah, the petition. I need to get that dropped off as well. And then before returning to Galechar City Palace, you make one uh, stop along the way to the Galechar Gazette. As busy as the palace has been over the last week, ten day, it's it's sort of tenfold this morning as the final preparations for the the ball, the, the dinner, the dance, all of it is only a matter of hours away. Each of you finds yourself waking up to just a very gentle knock on each of your doors. Your outfits for the ball, custom gowns and tuxedos as designed by the one and only Olga Floppenbottoms. You have a couple of hours uh, before you need to start getting ready. Uh, and Joachim uh, kind of just announces that there is a small little continental breakfast out in the common area for you to kind of snack away at. And of course, if you need anything at all, you just let your your bro know and he'll, he'll, he'll hook you up. Nice, nice, yeah. Good morning. Mm. Uh, Ivan, Avesta. Mm-hmm. Morning for you. Good morning. Is Bernie here? Uh, I haven't seen it, no. Are the outfits just kind of laid out? Or are they like hanging? Oh, they're bag? hanging. They're in like the little dress bags and stuff like that. So they are hanging uh, off yeah. like little hooks. With, like uh, names on them. Yes. Or and it does say from the house of flopper bottoms. Wonderful. I walk up and I just rip that right off. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it on the ground. Okay. <laughs> um, I just kind of unzip it a little bit and kind of peek in. I don't show it to the others, but I just have a little like little nose into the bag to see if it's horribly offensive to my taste. This is. And it suddenly kind of opened the bag a little bit further. Like, you're still not letting anyone else yeah. like your whole head's going into the bag at this stage. It's class. Like, the, it's like she took what was in, like, literally what was in your brain and just went, yeah, I'll do that. It's part tux, part gown. Like, it's, oh, God, it's, it's everything. Uh, and there's jewellery. But it's like... Cool. Cool. It also could be used as a weapon. Uh, oh, perfect. Yeah. Or you could lock up a bike with it. <laughs> Whoa, a wallet chain? <laughs> okay, she just kind of, she zips it back up and turns around and she was kind of smiling. So she she stops because <laughs> no one can know she enjoys this okay. and just gives a little shrug. Very exciting. Getting to go to a ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is a ball like a good, fun? Did they not have a ball in the Stone Ages? Or when, I don't, when are you? What era of history? Uh, I, I, I don't know because at the time we weren't like, oh, this is the Stone Age. Like, <laughs> so, um, I mean, we had parties, but. Yeah, so it's like a party. Okay, but we have to wear uncomfortable clothes is that a necessity i think they're going to be very comfortable I, they're tailored to us be like we're wearing nothing at all nothing at I, all <laughs> <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid sexy aj <laughs> <laughs> 
So anything else I should be aware of going into this thing tonight or? No, I mean, it's in celebration of the king Mm -hmm. uh, for his birthday. Just while they're all like nattering away, I'm just like sitting back in one of the armchairs, just writing away and kind of laughing at their interactions with each other. As the, the four of you are sitting there, almost simultaneously, there's a very stern, sharp knock at the door. Uh, and outside it, you all hear Bernie call out the four of your names. Ivan, Hephaestus, Pia, Aegelius. Bernie! Are you ready? No. For... You can come in. Oh, right. Well, the door is locked, so. At the same moment as Bernie calls out your names, Fia, you hear something rattle in your room, like just something kind of like, kind of fall and tumble to the ground and kind of roll and then it stops. When you get that, I'll be, I'll be out in a minute and I go to my room. I'll open the door. <laughs> Bernie is standing. How's it going? Hey, Bernie. Are you ready? For, it's like morning. Well, how long does it take to get dressed? Not long, but like the ball doesn't start for, you know. I know, but you want to get a good seat though. Oh, I think our seats are, you are right, Bernie. We do want to get good seats. We should go early. So we all, including you, can get a good seat. Sorry. Do you like my dress? I love it. She's not wearing a dress. (laughs) (laughs) It's more of a armor with tails (laughs) it's positively twinkling thanks i made it myself couldn't afford one of those flapping bottoms is your is your armor made of bottle caps (laughs) some of it yeah there's also some ring pulls from tuna tins oh they're very crafty Mm. i learned it from my mom right and yeah, as, as Bernie sort of like uh, saunters in through some bottle caps and wrinkles fall off where the hot glue didn't manage to really <laughs> connect. <laughs> well, I think it's a very impactful statement on the consumerism we see in the city and the disposable nature of fashion. Yeah, sort of a junk couture. That's a lot of big words. Thanks. Do you want me to weld those back on for you? Oh gosh, would you mind? I pick up everything that's fallen off and I just like produce flame and like melt them all. <laughs> and maybe just give Her, the whole more thing. Fall off. Okay. <laughs> just I, give the whole thing a little bit of heat. To I like. want you to give me an arcana check <laughs> just to control the flame. That's so cool. Though. That's my entire costume. <laughs> it's the coolest thing. Nine. Okay. Yeah. No. So it's a little <laughs> too Sorry, hot. Really? It's a little too hot. And what's kind of happened is a lot of the a lot of the glue sticks, like way more glue sticks than you actually <laughs> needed to use, all get a little too hot, and it currently looks like melted cheese. <laughs> like, so it's all kind of slagged a little bit down. So a lot of the ring. So it's more like a train now. Yeah. Choo choo. And it's, it, it, it's hanging off like the burlap sack that you kind of used as like the structure for the garment. Uh, I might I might need a few pins. I, I think this might be the problem if we get ready too early. Uh, our outfits are likely to melt. Melt, <laughs> yes. So maybe maybe we should hold off for just a little while. I don't have anything else to wear, though. Between us, we should probably have like I have nice shirts, like a white shirt. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I have some leather pants. Tie it at the waist. 
The pants? No, the shirts <laughs> at the, you know, because it would be big on you. So uh, Maybe I could wear that as a dress instead. Yeah, with sure. the pants. Yeah. Her. Okay, so Borrowing. collectively, if you're all helping Bernie with her fashion faux pas. Fashion montage! Yes, we're getting a fashion montage. Yay! Yay! I would like each of you, so are you working together or are you all going to try dress Bernie differently? So I think it's, we each put her into an outfit and then she takes what she likes off each one and combines it into one outfit. Kind of a thing. Yes. Oh, oh and if we work together, we'd yeah. be able to do this. Yeah. Okay. So while you're doing an movie on um, and there is there's music there's music just randomly playing somewhere yeah. via that you can hear it's like wait what uh, and the clothes are being thrown out of doors and like, well, like a, a bed sheet lands on top of Bernie at one stage and... a pigeon flies it yes <laughs> yeah. that was my room sorry <laughs> had a vermin is <laughs> it's had a critters had a critters had a critters you have the time that Fia and I are now interacting to come up with an outfit for Bernie and then Bernie gets to pick things from it. Fia, sort of in, trying to, as you kind of close the door behind you, you you don't see anything on the floor. You don't see anything kind of out of place. But the window uh, to your room is uh, slightly ajar. Can I have a look around? And give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, 26. <laughs> Shit. As you quickly kind of scan the room, there's a, a faint sort of, I mean, it's, it's almost like a whisper of smoke and your eyes kind of trace the room and sort of balanced uh, on her tippy toes crouched down, holding an ornamental bottle of perfume or some moisturizer or something like that. You see Una sort of like poised against the wall. What are you doing? They didn't hear me, did they? No, no. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna come catch. And she she throws the, the little bottle at you. Oosh. Okay, give me a dex saving throw. Ooh, that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gotta catch. You do, you fumble and it breaks. It looks to be like a moisturizer or some sort of cream. Una just kind of like winces. Don't throw stuff. Catch stuff better. Sorry. Okay, and she, I'm just gonna get down. And she kind of climbs down the the armoire, and she just very softly, daintily kind of lands. Okay, I just wanted to see you before the ball. You know that they're like looking for you, right? Oh, they're always looking for me. You're in the palace, though. Yeah, I've, I've been here the last couple of weeks. Mom. What? Why can you just, like, stay away from, like, danger for you? Oh, this isn't dangerous. <sighs> I'm fine. Everything here is fine. What? I know. No, I'm just, I'm just... Have you got the dress? Yeah, it's outside. Just get it. Okay, okay, all right. And I, I go back out and just while everyone's distracted, grab my dress bag and... Get a pastry. <laughs> Mom! I haven't had a food yet. Just a small one. I have a cup of coffee. <sighs> so I got <laughs> fruit that you have out there as well. Just something small. Stop, you'll get what I grab. They're gonna hear my stuff. Huh? Fia, did you see something? I'm just a bit hungry. I'm gonna grab a few bits while what is going on out here? What do you <laughs> think of these bedrooms? Uh oh gosh. I'll get back 
to you. And I, I quickly grab a pastry, a coffee, my dress, and I hoof it back into my room. Who's the new girl? She's taking care of us. She's really nice. Her name's Bernie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds very agricultural. <laughs> Mom, you're not supposed to say stuff like that. Sorry. She's a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> She's lovely. That's it. She's I'm lovely. Sure she's lovely. All your friends are lovely. Thank you. Oh, did you ever run into Quillow after? Uh, we'll we'll talk after, honey. And he's okay though, right? I'm just he's is he okay? He's fine. Okay, okay, okay. He's, he's fine. Um, he's busy. Okay. You know Quillow. Yeah. So you're gonna put it on, and she kind of takes the tray from you, and she's kind of nibbling at the croissant. It's kind of a too early to get dressed right now. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Fine. Um, could you turn around, please? I gave birth to you. I don't care. Turn around. <laughs> I mean, I literally changed you. Mom, stop! Ago. No, don't be. This is weird. Turn around. <laughs> okay. And she does. She turns. All right. Okay. I'm in. I'm in it. I'm in it. So I can turn around. Yes. Modesty. You didn't get that from me. <laughs> or your father. Uh, and uh, she turns and kind of she had this kind of quirky smile on her face, and you just see it completely melt away. What? 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 What's? What's wrong? Nothing. You. You're so beautiful. Mom, stop. And she puts the little uh, saucer down with the cup on it and she just kind of wipes her hands on her her, her blouse. And she just takes your hands in hers and you can she's kind of trembling a little bit. Are you okay? I'm so proud of you. Stop, Mom. It's fine. Just a dress. <laughs> It's not just the dress. Yeah. I'm talking about the Dracohydra. I'm talking about Warm Nook and Little Horn. I'm talking about Tezra. You're brilliant. You should know that. Well, that was just purely, we were there, you know. We, could, we couldn't not help, you know. Didn't set out on purpose to be a hero. And she just, she reaches up for your hair and she kind of just tucks it a little bit behind your ears, a small bit. And she, kind of holding your hands, she kind of just pushes you away from her. She's still holding you. And she kind of looks you up and down. I can't take any credit for this. This is all you. Mom, stop. And you see she starts to tear up a little bit. Oh, Mom, don't, don't. And I reach out and I, I just, like, wipe the tears off oh. of her face. Stop. No, don't. I, I'm obviously just getting soft in my old age. I don't. And she kind of wipes the tears away. I don't have any regrets, Via. But I am sorry. I missed out on seeing you become this 
a splendid young woman. Well, honestly, I think a lot of that only happened in the last few months, so... I don't have a lot of time. I know. I have to get ready for the ball as well. What? Mom, no, you can't. I'll be fine. I've gone to these loads of times. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, the best place to hide is in front of everybody and no one else expects you're going to be there. You're insane. <laughs> we definitely get that from you. I want to give you something. Okay. I know there's a boy. Um, yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. And this is something that is passed down from mother to daughter every generation. And when the time is right, Fia, and you find the right words, the right moment, and she reaches down into a small little pouch on her belt, and she takes out a little uh, box, a small little black box with a gold hinge on it. And she opens it, and inside there is just a small purple velvet bed and sitting fixed between it is a ring a very dark old silver uh it's not tarnished but it is just it speaks to just how old this piece is it looks well kept and well maintained the jewel it looks as if it's swirling it's this milky iridescent pearl and it looks to be fashioned to represent almost like the a raven's eye. I gave this to your father when I proposed. I'm not saying that's the case, but I've heard things, I've seen things, a mother knows. When the time is right, you can give this to Agelius with my blessing. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> wow. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Mom. Is. Is being in love with someone always this scary? She. Holds your hands up. Love, fear, is absolutely terrifying. I probably should go. Yeah, um, please be very careful tonight if you are coming to the ball. Fia, you know me. The epitome of subtlety. And she kind of moves towards the window and she bangs into the dressing room again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. You look beautiful, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. And remember, give that to AJ. Okay. And she hops up onto the ledge. Uh, and she just jumps out the window. <laughs> Classic. Why are you doing that to me? Why are you doing this to me? When you go to see uh, where she's kind of landed, there's just a small plume of purple smoke. Seeing the plume of smoke, I then look back into my 
hand at the ring and I pocket it into the dress because I'm hoping it has pockets. It does. It's... Yes. <laughs> we cut back to the common area. The fashion show is about to begin. So, AJ. I don't have a lot in my inventory, but I do have a crossbow. And I imagine I have arrowheads and shirts. So I was thinking of using the shape of a crossbow to make like a shoulder padded shirt. And then arrowheads to make like the buttons. Okay. So you've fixed a crossbow to it. So I tell you what, you can roll a d20 and just... I'd make the case that I would have mended a lot of my clothes out and about myself. Yeah, I'll give you survival. Yeah, yeah. But it is going to be a very like camo heavy outfit. Hmm. Pretty nice. Okay with that. <laughs> Here we go. Nine. Wow. <laughs> okay, so it literally looks like someone took the bow off a crossbow, stuck it up a shirt, and then fixed some arrowheads as in place of buttons. So Bernie walks out, square shouldered, <laughs> like a cowboy, and goes, eh? Eh? Uh, it's a choice uh, one minute I think I have something to improve it and I walk over to the breakfast table and I get a pot of coffee <laughs> and I just kind of tip my hand and then it's like no nah, it's a bit lukewarm now it's kind of been sitting there a while and I go okay close your eyes <laughs> I don't know how I like this she's <laughs> taking too long so I throw the pot of coffee over oh, no. just to dye the shirt like a shade of brown okay <laughs> so you you just chuck a pot of coffee that's your contribution. Well, no, I have another. I have, an, I have another contribution. Oh, right, you were just trying to help the. Yeah, I'm trying to shirt. help that disaster. Okay. <laughs> it softens um, the wood of the boat. So. It's very yes. art attack. Mm. Okay. Uh, so I don't have much in my inventory, and I don't feel like giving up what I do have. <laughs> so what I have done is I have taken uh, a pot lid. I've sort of fashioned a hat, and I've also added like some of the the like bottle cap chainmail that you had to the to the pot lid sort of like coming down sort of like cover half your face so it's like again kind of couture it's like a nice hat that goes along with it so you've got this very strong grace jones type look now with big shoulder pads and you've got like the sort of hat sort of at a jaunty angle made of a pot lid with like bottle caps sort of dangling from the front of it okay. sort of to obscure half your face okay okay you know, and then i've also i have a disguise kit so i've sort of i've just sort of in that very kind of like julia fox kind of way i've taken two big black smudges and done like two lines on your eyelids and smushed them out. Um, and then I've taken my middle finger with a bit of red and I've just done the center of your lip down like that. So again, very kind of, you know. Haute couture. Haute couture. Yeah. Okay, so give me a roll of a d20. Because you have the disguise kit, mm. I will let you add your proficiency bonus. Wait. But you have used the disguise kit. Okay, so that's an 11. Okay. <laughs> We're over the halfway mark of what you possibly... No, we're, no, we're not. Uh, you're not even close to making a passable outfit yet. <laughs> she's, she has a hat and a shirt. She's, she, she's like a sexy, fashionable Donald Duck. <laughs> all right, I can bring this all together. It's okay. All right, so Festa brings out a pair of leather pants that has like um, straps and buckles all the way down. But because Bernie's so short, they just bunch all the way up. So she's just got these very thick leather pants on her legs and the buckles all kind of touch each other. And she also has... <laughs> How is this bringing you This is great. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're going to make it very cool, all right? She just keeps like a load of chains for decoration anyway. So she brings all those out and kind of like connects them and drapes them like across the bust, oh, right? Cool. Which is very cool, mm -hmm. very cool. Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of clips them into the shirt as she kind of goes down, just like 
Yeah, she doesn't have butt gels. She rips up her old leather armor as well and makes like some cool cuffs Dang. and like a like a collar. Nice. Okay. Here for it. Any <laughs> so any sort of skill that <laughs> does has to have a skill. skill or a proficiency that you can argue with me. You can't Eldritch blast your way out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got into this. Performance. <laughs> this fashion is a performance. It's true. I mean, I would agree. This is what Hephaestus does to herself every see, morning. I I get AJ making the survival check. Mm-hmm. I get Ivan and the disguise kit. Mm-hmm. This is art. She's creating art. This is. This is performance art happening right now. <laughs> I will let you add your performance to this. Okay. Only because it's the finale and I Yay. feel like being generous. Excuse me. Oh no, that's an 18. That oh. makes it a 20. Okay. I so did great. 18 plus 2 18 brings plus it to 20. 20. Plus the 11 and the 9. Yeah, don't forget the 9. Brings it <laughs> to a very healthy 40. That's solid. All right, nice. so it's above a passive outfit. Bernie, you, again, coming out with your square boxy shoulders, your very coffee wet shirt, arrowhead buttons, your silky smushed eyeshadow, your blob of lipstick, your pot lid hat fascinator uh, veil, uh, and your... I, I, they're not Chase. pants. They're, I, I, just, I just don't feel like we... The, the two sacks that collection you're wearing. Collection of buckles. The collection of leather and buckles that you're, you're wearing. I mean, it does look kind of intimidating. Like, it, it looks, it, it's very sharp in places. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, if in case combat does come up, mm-hmm. your AC is plus two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that it's the bottle caps, isn't it? It is, it's the bottle caps <laughs> and the arrowheads. She's going to keep uh, flipping the bottle cap veil like an emo fringe. Fia has kind of opened the door, sees Bernie, is talking, and then you all kind of turn just to see her coming out the, the door of her bedroom wearing... It looks like a watercolour splashed dress. So it's like greys, a little bit of blue and tiny bits of white, like a fog kind of um, colouring. And it's um, a long tulle skirt with a slit all the way up the left leg. And then the bodice of it is both encrusted with like black and gray and green and white jewels and interlaced then with feathers that come up to her shoulders like raven feathers um with a very deep cut v down the front and then on the back it's very deep cut v as well hephaestus just automatically like oh my god and then catches herself and is like what really good oh oh i thought something was wrong no (laughs) you look really good thanks heffy yeah i can't really see what it looks like when you've done your hair Oh, yeah, shit, I still got to get that sorted. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Fia, you look in- incredible. Thank- thanks, AJ. He says not looking at her at all. <laughs> I'm looking down at the floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bright. I can't. Yeah, it's too beautiful. I can't. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, what have you guys been doing out here? Fashion. Bernie, but you, you're not. You're not ready. You're 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 not ready at all, though. 
Yes, but look at Bernie. <gasps> she does a twirl. <laughs> oh! Um, you knock things off <laughs> a desk. <laughs> like, yeah, like the shoulders. Parapets. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything anybody else wants to do at this point now that Bernie... And it's taken some time to obviously... Because obviously time and care went into this. Mm. That was uh, hard work. It, mm. it was. Yeah. Um, you've successfully... <laughs> You've made an outfit <laughs> with Bernie s- s- dressed. Uh, I, I, I can't use the word suitably. Uh, <laughs> Bernie in clothes, Fia ready, and just to kind of do her hair. The rest of you have kind of gone to your rooms with your uh, your outfits uh, and a uh, time to change and prim and all that jazz. A, a couple of hours pass uh, as you are all kind of uh, readying yourselves and preening and pruning um, and for you, when we, you only got your hair to do you were kind of the first to finish so it is just you and Bernie kind of just <laughs> sitting out there in the common area simply breathtaking that's what you were thanks, huh? thanks very much Bernie who did your hair? I did it right <laughs> did I do a crooked or something? no no it's, it's uh, interesting it's just, it's just a low bun with some plaits. Yeah. But it's not that difficult. It looks very, uh, in, in, enticing. No, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's the right word for, for hair. Uh. Should you try to explain what you're like, trying to say? Uh, there's lots of bits to it. Intricate. That's the one. Oh, okay. I knew you come out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what are you, what, what are you wearing? <laughs> um, Ivan is wearing a dark brownish mauve, like militaristic style suit, but there's sort of like a fashion twist in it. Cause there's sort of long drapey bits kind of, uh, sort of wrapped around and kind of hanging off and sort of draped over his, uh, sleeve, I suppose. Um, and then there is like underneath the sort of like cape kind of drapey bits, there's a sort of like a pink uh, lining to Ooh. it. Um, and his hair has gotten quite long over the period of time that we've been adventuring. And so it's sort of hanging, it's kind of at shoulder shoulder length mm. now. So he's got sort of one, one side tucked in behind Ooh, his ear. Very stylish. So yeah, and mysterious as well. Mm. Yeah, you come out to the two ladies discussing views here. Don't oh. you look handsome? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Hair, hair, yeah. The hair is good. Yep. Yeah. I love your, your suit, Ivan. It's very nice. Uh, yep. Yeah. Pink good. though. Mm-hmm. Pink is an interesting choice for a boy. Hephaestus, you emerge from your room. So Hephaestus is in a velvet tux with sort of a kind of half skirt train. Um, from the waist down and the lining of that is more of like a dark purple uh, velvet. It's somewhere between like very masculine, very feminine. Um, It's soft, but it's sharp. And she has this sort of, I guess, harsher jewelry, um, like dark gems and dark uh, metals. And she's just kind of really pushed her hair up into like a proper mohawk. You look so cool. (laughs) She doesn't really know what to say. She just kind of like shrugs and sits in a chair she feels very uncomfortable but very good at the same time <laughs> what are we doing so we should wait for aj now and then do you think he went to get a haircut 
Yeah, it was looking a bit shaggy, wasn't mm, it? Mm. It's like he missed a bit the last time and just let it grow out. Who is it? We can inform them in emergency. It's the Ashlings. The door opens and there are uh, three women standing there, uh, one carrying a... I mean, it, it, it's like a doctor's medical bag, <laughs> uh, but there is, there's like hair curlers hanging out of it and... Uh, uh, I mean, it could easily be a garden shears, uh, but it looks like a scissors, I guess. They're all done up to the nines as well. They are all dressed to impress. Uh, they're all wearing leopard print. <laughs> we, we, we got a message from Ajalius that he had a bit of a... Uh, yeah, the Grug wasn't looking that great, no. Well, we were, and uh, we see the other two kind of bow their heads. A little busy, uh, you know, what with the ball coming up, mm. we only got half of it done. Yeah. Uh, we'll do the other half now. Uh, yeah, he's over there. They move over, and again, there's a little knock on the door. AJ, it's Ashling. And Ashling. Oh, Ashling. Ashlings, hi. Thanks for coming. <laughs> for you, dear, any time. Uh, Sorry about the other day, I was a bit um, all over the place. I um I felt like I came in and gave you the wrong impression of what I wanted done. Um, I should have just trusted you guys. It's all uh, they open the door and they kind of they kind of look back at the, the rest of them. They're all kind of lovely to see all of that stuff. You're all looking, and they close the door. They move in. Are you already dressed or? I would say trousers, undershirt, but not jacket. Okay. Yeah, half dressed. Oh. I tried to sort of like blow dry it back just to give it volume. Yeah, I, I would turn that down. Yeah, um, that's kind of why I sent for you to just do whatever you need to. Well, we can work with this. Okay. This is, this is, this is just Dixie. Okay. And AJ sits down and is like, he's feeling actually a little bit calmer. In general, he's like, again, sorry about the other day. I had a lot on my mind. Um, I shouldn't come to you with problems outside of, you know, this mane. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's become a mane. I haven't, I haven't gotten a haircut in a long time. So um, if yeah, you just... You kind of feel it's being run through mm-hmm. uh, the old Ashling's fingers and she pulls it very, very tight back, like almost skin tight back. Uh, mm, who fierce. Oh. Oh, AJ, your roots are in bits. It, yeah, you were trying to tell me that the other day, but I wasn't really in the headspace to listen. Yes, but they've gotten significantly worse. Oh. It's almost as if you're crumbling at the seams. I thought I was doing better today, but I guess it is. Possibly unraveling your whole sense of self just <laughs> spilling out of you. Well, it's a process, you know. Take each Do you day want as it your comes. Nails done as well, or are we just doing the hair? Well, if you think. No, right. and she's already clipping. Uh, mm-hmm. Like she's the, the youngest Ashling is already literally just clipping away. Oh, brittle. Oh. Um, I was in a big fight the other day with the Draco Hydra, um, and that's why they haven't really been able to give this the time of. Oh, AJ, self care is the most important form of care. So you keep saying, but you know, it's a busy life, so. In the event of an emergency, you apply your own safety tools first. How else can you help anybody else in a disaster? Yeah. Now, are we going to do something with the... You do everything you need to do to get me ready in time for the masquerade ball. Ah. 
Yes, the masquerade ball. That's what we're getting you ready for. And Midland Ashlyn uh, takes a, a razor. She wets the blade and she applies kind of a kind of a lather. And she just she's just kind of again as you're kind of half talking, half kind of responding. She is just massaging your face a lot, like she's getting she's getting that lather really in there. You know, Ivan actually did say to me earlier that my age was showing on my face, and I oh, feel it's like more than your age showing love. And she scrapes <laughs> down a lot. Oh, AJ, AJ, AJ. You know. Sometimes the best way to make a decision is to just go with your gut. Yeah, I did. That's why I'm in a better mood today. Oh, oh, sweetheart. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about, and she squeezes your scalp. I'm not talking about what's in here. I'm talking about, and just her index finger jabs you uh, right in the chest. In my... Pecs? I'm talking about your heart. Oh, my heart's fine. Never needed it. Except for like cardio and like leg day and arm day. And mm. uh, actually, when I'm baking, got to put a lot of heart into that. Yeah, so. it's in a knot. Uh, well, it's not meant to be. The heart wants what the heart wants, AJ. Agreed. I think I've been pretty clear on that. Maybe not. Do you have anything for a, a, a twisted heart? Oh, oh, we do. And she, again, she kind of puts down the, the scissors and she kind of reaches over to the, the big hefty bag and she she's rummaging around. Uh, it's a medical bag of holding. And she's, the medics. She's like, <laughs> and she just plops a mirror in your lap. You just take a long, hard look at yourself. Done. Like a harder, longer look? Sweetheart. On the outside, you are absolutely perfect. You need to take care of what's in here. I feel like if it fits my macros, I do that. Like, I'm very well of what goes in. Like, my body is a little bit like a temple. That's why I rarely go to them. I grew up in one. I don't know if you know that. No, we do. Okay. Yeah. Probably told you before. You did. Temple of Rogues just at the window there. Yes. It's yep. some kind of in the slums lovely. over there. It's yep. lovely, yeah. I'm a real rags to riches kind of story. Yes. People love me. Yeah, they do. People I love you. I feel like they've taken a turn in the last couple of days. <laughs> do you love yourself? Oh, love is something you give other people. Do you love yourself? Are you talking about something in particular here? Or do you mean more in a broader sense? Just so I know what you're talking about when it comes to loving yourself. I'm talking about the fact that you can't sit and look at yourself for more than half a second before you look away. It's just that there's a lot more out there than there is in here. So when you take, um, when you take to, when you take the time to actually be there for people, you can, um, when you, because when you, when you put yourself forward to be, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it's just that I'm not actually a hero. So I'm just there as a, mm, I, mm, Ashling, I'm, I'm kind of sorry for a lot of things I've done. Um, but if I actually focus all of that, uh, outward and help people, 
uh, it means I don't actually, because what if people see what's actually inside of me and they don't like what they see? What, what if that happens? So if I just ignore it, then everyone else gets to ignore it. And I, I kind of have a good thing going here. Like for the first time, I have people who have a version of me in their heads that's actually much better than uh, who I am. So uh, I'm going to keep it that way because that way no one gets hurt. The lies we tell ourselves at Jaleas are the ones that we fall for first. Can't be true to somebody else if you're not true to yourself. Can't call it real love. How are you going to hold her? How are you going to speak her name? And then you feel kind of a sharp clip on your finger. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I've been biting that one anyway, so. I feel like I have a lot to think about. And I'm already late. And there's people waiting on me. And it, it is that feeling of letting people down that the... AJ turns to the mirror and looks at himself. All three of them are staring into the mirror. <laughs> it is that thing of you kind of look up and you look at it and they're all, all they're looking into the mirror and they're looking at you. These talks help and it's been a long time since we've had one. Um, you're right, Ashling. And Ashlings. I need to do what's right. By love. His eyes lift up a little bit and all the mess that was in his hair seems to be like cleared up a little bit, balanced, uh, probably like tight little, like an undercut. Okay, okay. I love you. Ajalia Steel. Let's start there. For everything you do right and also for everything you do wrong. They kind of start to pack everything kind of away and you look better. And there is something a bit more relaxed about how you're holding yourself. Uh, as happy uh, as you were this morning, um, this feels more true. This feels more real. This feels more like you. As they go to leave, the youngest Ashling just sort of turns for a moment. Hmm. It's a trap. It's a trap. I don't know. Okay. It's not like a thing I should say to you. Yeah, it's like the trap connects to your. It's a trapezoid. It's a trap. It's a muscle. Is that okay? I I don't know. I just kind of. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Maybe I don't know. It just came to me. Thanks. I'll keep my um. I'll keep my wits about me. And she gives you a wink and she closes it. Like she kind of does that thing where she leans back into the door and then leans out the other side very dramatically and closes the door behind her. AJ! Yes! Well, show us what you're wearing. AJ comes out and he is wearing sort of dark teal suit pants, uh, which meet a dark teal jacket that's sort of cross shoulder cut. It's a high collar, top two buttons are two little arrowheads. Um, that look kind of loosely fastened on, but the rest of the buttons are all uh, hidden behind the seam. He's wearing a sort of half cape. Uh, it looks like it has the firmness of leather, but the sort of flowiness of silk. Also in that dark teal color, 
but the under fabric is a sort of night sky, almost like the break of dawn. So just before the sun crests the horizon from the bottom. Uh, and on inside, you see the textured patterns are sort of these geometric triangles, um, very sharp lines. It just almost looks like a, a seam sewn in in burnt copper. It seems quite plain, but given that it's a flattened bottoms, it sort of shimmers and moves a little bit like leaves through a forest on a morning that's yet to begin. Should we go for dinner? Is it dinner time yet? I'm starving. I'm beginning to eat at the bowl. That's what I meant. Oh, right. Yes, then. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know how this works. Oh, right. Luigi's been to a ball before. Yeah, but I've normally come to the um, festivities. I've never actually been in the sort of like venue. Do you have your tickets? Do you not have our tickets? Ladsies don't need tickets. Just, just us riffraff, huh? Just, just me. I could probably sneak in under one of your goons. She looks at Fia. Um, I also look at Fia. I don't feel comfortable with that idea. You can be my plus one. Oh, thanks, Ivan. Just until you get in the door. <laughs> she just puts her arm around your leg. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just going to head up oh, towards the ballroom? Speaking of plus ones, uh, AJ's going to run back into his room. Uh, and come back out with a small uh, flower uh, that's kind of the color of teal and burnt copper and go over to Fia and go, I, I got you this to um, wear. Oh, well, well I, I guess we were thinking along the same wavelength and I pull out a white flower to match my corset. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Uh, Isn't that lovely? Do you want me to pin it somewhere? Um, Here, it's just okay. a trait. There. Yeah, thank you. And a pin flower on. Like they were made for each other, they're both so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) She says, holding Ivan's knee. (laughs) All right, are we ready to get this over with? Bernie, are they? Oh, yeah, that's me. Let's go. The four of you with your escort or slash date for the evening. I would call her an escort. (laughs) (laughs) She's our handler, you know. (laughs) The four of you with your aid slash date for the evening make your way through the halls and immediately with the four of you out in the corridors, staff, servants, guests, busybodies, nosy folk who are just roaming the halls of the palace uh, are all just like stopping to shake your hand all eyes are on the four of you. A few eyes stare at Bernie, but then back to the four of you. As we were leaving the room, I did, like, hold on to AJ's arm, but now I've gone, like, I'm kind of clenching his arm a little bit because I'm nervous around all these people. I've gone kind of mauve. As you're making your way kind of through the corridors and up towards the ballroom, Bernie leading the way, a figure just skillfully steps between Bernie and the four of you, and this snow leopard print hood is just ripped back and these blonde curly locks just sort of spill out around her. Misty Stafford Gilshark is it? Oh! I think I've got an exclusive. Look at the two of you all tangled up. I'll put those rumours to bed. There's no need to put any rumours to bed. Um, what? Oh. <laughs> Care to make a statement as to the nature of your relationship with Vitalia Steele? 
I'll just, I'll handle this. Look, there is absolutely nothing going on between those two. As a matter of fact, I'll have you know that they're brother and sister, so they couldn't even, if they wanted to. So that is, so as you can see, there's nothing to even like think about. I just start like pushing Ivan forward. I'm like, I think we should go to the party. I think we should keep moving. I I just, I just assume that you didn't want people knowing that you were like, you know. (laughs) Now everyone thinks we're siblings. Sophia. A, a word for our readers. No. No. No you, words. No words for our readers about your burgeoning relationship with Achilles Steel. Um, I don't have words oh. for anything right now. Just feelings. Oh boy. Um, I just want to enjoy the ball. Oh, enjoy the ball with her date, Achilles Steel, and I note the matching flowers. I just grip your arm even tighter because I'm getting really, feel really on the spot. Uh, Miss, when we're ready to make a statement, if there is a statement, um, if you don't publish this, we can contact you directly if you did want an interview with us. But it seems like the wrong place for this sort of, um, sort of uh, ambush, I suppose. Some very choice words. And which one of you little birdies was it that dropped off that little expose. What? Oh. Never mind, I'll be in touch. What is she on about? I, um, I can tell you uh, a little bit later when there's not so many people around. Um, but it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Okay, okay, okay. I was just hoping for something else to replace the headline. But oh, well, uh, the ball. Maybe. Seeing as, to get the scoop. you know, some might say a favor was done for you. I have three nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell how nervous he is with this right now, with this line of questioning, obviously? Give me an insight check. Shut up. <laughs> 15. There's clearly trepidation. He's nervous about something for you. Look, the reason I'm not saying anything is because this is our first date, okay? You're making... Ooh. First date. Oh, that'll do. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Enjoy. We will. I, again, I don't understand why we're being so harsh. It's, everyone's here to have a good time, Misty. That's career making, I think, the expose would be. Just handle it with care. And she just wiggles her fingers at you. So as we walk on, I'm just like, what is going on? Um, given everything that's been going on uh, with everything and um, with us and, and the sense of being honest, I thought it might be... <laughs> Duke Barbosa and Lady Begonia Barbosa. Uh, a voice just kind of booms down the hall and two minotaurs, one dressed as a like an admiral, taller sort of grey brown minotaur with these two kind of huge horns just outside of his head uh, comes kind of leading the way and uh, hanging from his arm rather reluctantly is a, a little just a little shorter much younger than the the duke another minotaur she has two huge bouquets of flowers sitting at the points of her horns uh, and just these ringlets of brown curls just sort of like Again, it's that like almost Shirley Temple-esque. Mm. Oh, and she's just wearing this really 
big, flumpy, pink ball gown. White, dainty, lacy gloves. And she's walking with a, 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 a parasol, uh, like folded up down by her. And Dad, I just... No, no, not in public. And she's resisting every way as he's kind of dragging her up through the crowd. <laughs> Um, she is going to get kidnapped by Bowser later. <laughs> uh, you have kind of made it into the open foyer uh, just outside the ballroom. And again, it's that whole thing of you are, everybody's kind of looking, whispering, kind of talking. Some people are approaching you a bit more confident. You can shake your hand or give you a pat on the back. Um, and the announcer, a rather slim kind of cobalt blue dragonborn uh, with just kind of powdered wig. Uh, and then just a gold-trimmed mask kind of over his eyes and just kind of sitting on top of his uh, maw kind of spies the four of you. And without further delay, it is my utmost pleasure and privilege to welcome the heroes of Galeshire, Warnook, Littlehorn, and Tezrab City. I give you Galeshire City's heroes, and he bows. Uh, and he kind of gestures over uh, at the four of you, locking eyes on you, burning you kind of like, nothing. 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 <laughs> She's just staring at him. Just give us some, you burning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she shuffles out of the way. Yeah, there's a little clanking. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie, where are you going? Just take your moment, AJ. This is your guard. It's okay, I'm guarding you from over here. <laughs> what, do we, what do we do? I think we just walk. Wave. What's this? What are we looking? What are we set up to see? It's just so you've come in from like a long corridor mm -hmm. leading into this huge grand foyer. There's benches and uh, tapestries, all kind of and decorations. It's quite minimalist out here, but it's huge. Like this is sort of one of the main focal chambers that leads to other wings and separate parts of the Gilchrist City Palace. Next to that servant, there is a two huge doors made out of this shimmering tinted ice that uh, as they open, just these petals just billow out. They are, they are like snow white cherry blossom petals that just sort of waft out on a cool but not cold breeze. And they kind of waft through. And you see that the, the floor here is... There are little banks, almost like snowbanks, made up of these little floral petals. He gestures to ye. You see the door is opening for ye to enter. We just go in. <laughs> like, really directly just walking, like looking down. I'm not going to look at anyone and be like, hello, yeah, hand's going to go up. Hello, yep, and then I'm just in. I follow along with like some really awkward like double hand waves. Like, just both hands kind of flailing about in the Do air. the Elders Blast! <laughs> I start walking really fast. <laughs> Power walking. Oh, come on! Okay, hi, bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye. Are you ready, Fia? No, but let's go. Okay. And then in step with Fia, I'll walk in. Mm. <laughs> let's walk a little faster. Okay. <laughs> I told you, I know, I saw, I saw. You, servants and stuff are kind of whispering amongst themselves. The crowd are also kind of, as you are... Um, kind of the two of you are kind of swooshing by. The four of you cross the threshold of these uh, magical doors and immediately there is just this brilliant white light uh, that sort of washes over you um, and 
across your faces a mask forms. What does your mask look like? Well, Hephaestus' mask is also kind of just from the nose up, um, but it's a very intricate, very textured kind of um, devil face in a sort of a, a red with like a black wash. So the red just comes through in a bit of light um, with sort of little horns and very... Very severe looking. It's it's quite a large mask. It's gonna sort of cover the back of his head and coming forward, but it's it's a it's a fox. As AJ steps through white sort of raven feathers in what looks like a the only way I can describe it is the way a butterfly wings are, like multiple wings overlapping, uh fan out from his eyes. Um very simple kind of jewel encrusted, the same kind of jewels as her dress, but then there's also a few few um teal jewels in it as well. You can see that there are already people here present that are kind of set around. The ballroom is, and in your time in the palace, maybe you entered, uh, it, it was quite nice looking. It was just this huge, empty function room with wall-to-wall mirrors, uh, hard, hard uh, marbled floors, uh, and just beautiful drapery. Uh, all uh, the... Eastern wall kind of leads out uh, onto open gardens and fountains. Uh, there are kind of, an, there's an upper level that balconies, and you can see that there are people kind of spotted all over. Everything is snow white. There are huge trees that seem to have grown out of the floor up to the ceiling, and from these long, thin, wispy, almost willowy branches, you see flowers growing, blooming, and falling like snow. The tables are covered in these pure white tablecloths with very faint trim of gold kind of woven through it. Everything looks pristine. It feels as if the ballroom has been turned into a living forest where the snow is made of flowers. There is a very calming coolness about the place. You don't, it's, it's the, effectively the air conditioning is on um, and it's adjusting depending on the amount of people in the room and the activity. And you see people are already kind of stopping to stare and everybody is wearing all these kind of intricate and elaborate masks that seem, even they might be the same style, but they're they're unique. You don't make any sort of uh, eye contact with, you don't see Marigold or Dreyfus at all yet. But as you sort of step in, people are already kind of amassing behind you to kind of follow through and they're spilling out around you all kind of taking a look at each other's masks, again, at the four of you. And Bernie, you are sort of ushered in with the crowd. And you know that while it is sort of open plan seating, there is kind of a spot for Dreyfus and Marigold and the VIPs that you've been told to direct them to the centre of the room next to the dance floor. Um, Yeah, she's going to go over to who'd be nearest to her. Probably Hephaestus. Yeah. Hephaestus, you have to come over this way. Which way? Where? Over there. And she points to the centre of the room. That's where all the fancy people are sitting. All right. So all of us then. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, okay. Well, I'm not allowed in there, but that's where you have to go. Right. I'll right. be I'll be out, outside. Oh, you're, my, you're my plus one. Well, I don't know if there's a seat for me, though. I think we could make one. Yeah. Well, you did such a good job in my costume. I trust you. <laughs> Chair montage. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's hard. Um, I just give like Fee and AJ a bit of a bit of a, a nudge and just nod my head towards the table. And we need to go 
Sid, I guess. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We're bringing Bernie. Oh yeah, obviously. of course. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> it's really grown on me the last couple of days. <laughs> As the the five of you maneuver to the central table, you see that uh, four women have also kind of started to beeline towards it. It looks to seat about ten people. The centerpieces are just these tall pillar candles that are constantly melting and reforming. And with each sort of new candle that takes its place, the shape, they sort of intertwine with each other or they stand freely on their own. They make buildings. They are ever-shifting, ever-changing wax sculptures. All around the table, there are just these beautifully pristine shards of ice that are incredibly cold, but don't seem to be melting uh, in the room. These four women kind of immediately move in and take a, the four chairs to the left of the table. They are wearing identical. The dress itself is sort of wedged around a shell. And as they take their seats, the five of you kind of come face to face with the Merino sisters, very well-off quadruplets from uh, the city of Galeshire. They specialize in property. They are identical. The only distinguishing factors are color of their dresses. One's wearing a slightly purple, one's wearing slightly blue, one's wearing slightly orange, and one's wearing slightly red. And Bernie, you recognize them as Leona, Rachel, Donna, and Michaela Marina. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Chomp. Ask yourself, aren't you looking fabulous, ladies? <laughs> and they all take out identical fans and sort of like start to... Uh, Do you practice that? What, darling? The 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 moving in, in tandem. Oh, the synchronicity. No, that's just a, just a thing the quads do. Mm. Bit off-putting. They all turn to look at each other. Like they both look at each other and then look back at the other one beside them. And nobody's ever said. Mm. Are you sitting with us? Yes, I'm Ivan's date. Isn't he very handsome? Oh, he. No, that's AJ. This one. This one. Over here. Hello. Oh. (laughs) I know I'm punching. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Oh, stop it, you old charmer. (laughs) So, and the rest... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, you are sitting at at the best table. Bernie. Oh, okay. You can sit beside me. And one of them is reaching for you, AJ. The other three are reaching for Ivan, like something out of The Walking Dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually, um, I'll be sitting beside Fia. It's very cool of you to offer me a seat, but kind of rude to presume that I would sit there. Oh. They're a thing. It's their first date. (laughs) I guess there's one person to fight over. No, he's mine. Did you not hear when I said he was my date? Yes, but I'm, I'm, uh, uh, Bernie's my boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I promised to be a fun evening. And you notice that of the four, only one of them is talking, the one in the weird kind of, like, blue dress. Is there, that's kind of, she seems to be speaking for the other three. Leonardo. Leona. Leona, that's what I meant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can just shorten them down to like Don, Leo, Ralph, and Mike, right? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen His Majesty at all yet. 
I assume, and she gestures at the other seats. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't supposed to be sitting here at all. <laughs> you don't say. No, I did. Did you not hear me? And you see that the turtle sister in the kind of slightly orange dress is kind of like snicking her way to herself every time you get a word in against Leona. Is he Marigold? And she gestures at the other seat. Uh, who else would he bring? That woman is a lot to be desired. Oh no, she's lovely, Miss Wolver. The third. Uh, that's who we call her. And they all kind of, <laughs> <laughs> they all kind of, took, they all turned to themselves. She's never, never done any wrong by me now, I have to say. She gave me my full, my full station here now in charge of these lovely lads and ladies. And she looks up here and not so much of us. <laughs> So what exactly makes you lot so special outside of being quadruplets? We uh, saved everyone. What's a few you? times. Yeah. Uh, what, what exactly? Uh, do you have any redeeming qualities? or? <laughs> they make an excellent pizza. <laughs> <laughs> We've all to save the city. We have to do it in disguise. <laughs> They've got these incredible trench coats they used. <laughs> Well, um, since you're new to Kailashar, you probably wouldn't be aware, but um, we do house half the city's population in our homes. For free? Wow, that's really generous of you um, to, to use your, your property for good like that. Not even. <laughs> Don't be so silly. What? Well, you think they'd look like that if they got given, given away their accommodations for free? No, they charge through the roof. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> that's, that's, and for the roof as well. That's, that sounds quite despicable. Mm, there's been a few protests, hasn't there, ladies? Wouldn't know anything of the sort. Mm. Don't associate with the riffraff, you know. Uh. I just kind of lean over to Bernie and I'm like, do we have to sit at this table? I know, I'd really would much rather be over there. And she gestures to like a raucous table in the corner. Yeah, you see Reedy of the Blue Moon already kind of well on the sauce. Uh, <laughs> the spiritual advisor to the king and uh, a couple of brothers and sisters from various different temples all trying to camper down. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, yes, that's where I want to be. Yes, that's, yeah. I think we're not stuck with the bum tickets this year. <laughs> so again, you have, I'm assuming you just, do you have any skills whatsoever or do you just sit back and let money come into you? That's a skill. Is it though? Because the money has to be managed lodged, accounted for, mm. stored away safely. And do you pay someone to do that for you? Oh, no, no, no. Donna's pretty good with the numbers. And you see when one of the kind of, the shire of the four sisters just kind of like, waves. That's enough, Donna. <laughs> if we separate her from the pack, we can break them down. <laughs> I'm sensing tension <laughs> between the red one and the blue one. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's the leader? <laughs> Uh, as the the five of you and the, the Marino sisters kind of sit there awkwardly making conversation about the moralities of landlordism, again, anything to kind of busy yourselves, you find yourself staring at the, the dinner menu. Um, it is, aside from the uh, aperitifs that will be served in between courses uh, and whatnot, there's a very light uh, three main dishes. You are starting with moon melon balls over shaved ice with plum liqueur. 
the main is a turfucken, beef stuffed in a turkey in the shape of a chicken. And for those who don't eat meat, there is a tufucken. The same principle, it's just bean curd stuffed inside a bigger bean curd in the shape of a bean. Dessert is Winter's Kiss, frozen strawberries sitting in a vapour of cinnamon magma essence, dragon basil leaves, and droplets of meringue and cream. Delish. Yeah. You clearly see over one end of the table that Minotaur, Admiral, and his daughter uh, are now in a full-blown argument. Um, and she has uh, kind of attempted to lift the table and flip it. Oren, again, the military advisor, financial advisor to King Dreyfus, is also at the table, just kind of like trying to kind of not be seen. And the father is desperately trying to keep the, the a lid on his daughter and her explosive temper. Um, everybody give me a perception check. 24. 16. 2. 13. 14. Okay. The rest of you are all kind of looking around your engaging the Marino sisters in a light bit of, well, you're engaging Leona in a light bit of conversation, you're eyeing the menu, all those kind of bits and pieces. All of you see that the, the ballroom itself is now quite full. Like, anybody that was waiting outside is kind of moving to their seats, or any free seats or tables. And, Fia, it is that thing of, like, you kind of start to recognise faces, people that you would have seen about the city. Um, there's even one of the cats from Talek's library, kind of just sitting on the table, kind of like knocking things off uh, very skillfully. Um, you see Reedy, you can see Oren. Um, you catch sight of one of the guards. The guy from the hallway with the, the book and the guy that helped rescue AJ. They try to place his name and it's nothing of like as you kind of lock eyes with him, he, he kind of flits and he, both of you make eye contact and then he kind of quickly looks away again. Um, and the gentleman who had been announcing uh, people's arrival into the foyer has kind of stepped in and there is a blast of uh, trumpets announcing the most gracious company of Viscount Farouk Redwing. Visagian diplomat, and the doors open, and everybody kind of looks to kind of get a stare at the Visagian. As the doors open, there's nobody standing there. Uh, I beg your pardon. Um, announcing aid to His Royal Highness. <laughs> Uh, Lady Marigold Wilver III, in company of His Royal Majesty, King Dreyfus of Galeshire Kingdom, and everybody is on their feet. From opposite ends of the, the foyer, Marigold and Dreyfus kind of walk to meet each other. Uh, she's wearing this, this long, flowing cape, and she's covered. You, you can't see much of her. Dreyfus is wearing ceremonial robes. Like, they're, like it's the same clothes. Like, I mean, he's wearing white, but it's the same outfit that he's always worn. It's his, his big royal cape, his big royal crown, his big royal shirt, his big royal pants. <laughs> he's just kind of, he's strutting 
towards <laughs> Marigold with, with all the swagger and grace of a fella that just fell out of Dracohydra. Um, <laughs> they meet and she bows at him and he kind of half bows back at her and they move together through the doorways. As they do, you see that Dreyfus, his outfit kind of slightly changes um, with the flash of kind of light around him. And he is wearing kind of a similar style to Ivan in that it is kind of covering a lot of the top half of his face and head. But where Ivan is wearing a fox, he is wearing a lion's head. It is made of this brilliant gold. The trim of his cape has sort of melded in with the mane. And he does kind of do a half shoulder turn and he looks around the room and like a few ladies go and and a few of the men do as well there are servants standing by to catch them Um, they've practiced they have (laughs) they're getting races (laughs) and he again kind of posing he kind of waits for Marigold to kind of catch up and as she steps through the light just bends around her entirely where for everybody it was just kind of a flash over their head and face she is covered in light and as she steps through it, you see that she's wearing this thing, flowing gown made of ice from head to toe. You can see parts of her are completely and totally visible. And you can see her milk bottle white skin just kind of glistening underneath with this shimmer. Her hair is just this long, slicked back mane of white and silver and blonde streaks. And across her face, there is just this half a mask made of ice crystals and she moves in and again the gown behind her flows and where it does there is just this shimmer of ice that just kind of kisses the ground and then melts and she moves towards the center table with Dreyfus they see the five of you five and Marigold's face is a bit like and her eyes lock on you Bernie um, Bernie's uh, going to wave at her energetically. <laughs> and Dreyfus just waves back and gives you a, a, a thumbs up. What's that one? Uh, and uh, he sees, oh, yeah, oh no, it's really no sisters. <laughs> and Marigold kind of just pinches his elbow and she kind of guides him to the table. As he sits down, folks, Leona, Michaela, Rachel, Donna, and Peggy. <laughs> the turtle sisters. Yourselves, obviously, as well as you all look ravishing. Thanks, Your Majesty. Marigold, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if she in the battle as well. I don't I get hit to the head. Marigold, no, you're no King Dreyfus, that is um, former handmaid Bernadette uh, Goldborough. Oh, 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 Miss Goldbarrel. Uh, lovely. Bernie just goes bright pink. Will you remember me? No. Uh, Festa. Yeah, Ivan. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> you're right, you yeah, see. He kind of ruffled. He ruffled. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, that's a lot of product. Uh, it was the Ashlings. Cut oh. above. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. well, mm. they cut a little below as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. Don't think I didn't miss the ravishing earlier with the lion. You know, rah, yeah. Very uh, good. Uh, uh. Oh, what's on the menu? Melons. 
Fucking turkey. <laughs> Sounds scrumptious. <laughs> Is this a dry event? Hafez oh, looks terrified. Oh, I better hope not. And he does it, like, Dreyfus goes a bit pale as well. He goes just as pale as Hafez does. He kind of looks at Marigold, just like, no, your majesty, it's not a dry event. They just haven't brought us any wine yet. Oh. And she just, she looks and a server somewhere in the room knows they've been Call her. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, my kids. <laughs> it is a peaceful kingdom. Whether you like it or not. And a server, like, just kind of feeling Marigold's stare kind of immediately rushes to the table. Um... Uh, 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 <laughs> drinks? <laughs> yes, lots. Okay, lots of drinks. Yes, please. Yes, thank you. That'd be great, yeah. The Marina sisters, you can see that Rachel goes to say something and Leona tap water for class. Ah, you'll have a drink. You're not on any antibiotics, are you? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a celebration. Sparkling water. And you can see the Dreyfus kind of looks at Marigold and Marigold looks at him. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Need a lot of it. Uh, Marigold's uh, champagne. Dreyfus reminds me of the kind of uncle who at a wedding, despite there being wine, only drinks Guinness. And even when they bring around flutes, it's a flute of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> the server, not knowing what lots of drinks is, just goes back to the kitchen. And a couple of minutes later, there is just a cart wheeled at the table Perfect. with all the velocity yes. uh, of somebody praying he has a job in the morning. <laughs> um, Which of the sisters looks most upset with not being able to drink? Definitely Michaela. Okay. As I'm like digging through the cart, I put one bottle kind of on the ground and I want to like stealthily under the table with my feet, like shove it over to her. Give me a stealth check. <laughs> now, normally I have a disadvantage, but I'm assuming I'm not wearing You're not wearing your armor. Okay. What have we learned? <laughs> Eleven. Uh, at the same time that you are sort of like you kick gently, kind of like it's like curling the bottle yeah. towards Michaela. At that same time, Bernie is doing a kind of a fork and knife puppet show. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yes, distraction. Sort of reenacting the Dracohydra thing and the fork of the Dracohydra. And then. Uh, and everyone like and Dreyfus is like, well, where was I? I was at the camera. I was on top of this. You're up here. Look, you're the cork. Oh, oh the cork. Oh yeah, yeah. The cork, the cork. And then Michaela's like, a dang, a dang sheep. Drops like literally picks up a piece of like a silverware, drops it. Oh, I dropped my. And is down on the table and doesn't come back up. <laughs> So, your, your Majesty, what do you make of Viscount's absence at the festivities? And he's literally three flutes in. Huh? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, uh, he's probably come down with something. You know, you're red wing, very soft in the old constitution department. Surely we're not talking politics at a party. And I just give her, like, a really nasty look. Oh, of course not. Um, we can just... Oh, the Dracohydra. No. That seemed interesting. I pull the bottle out of my jacket and just take a big swig out of it. Give me a constitution saving throw. 17? Yeah, look. You're fine. I can drink. You can drink. Yeah, yeah. And even though you haven't eaten anything since this morning, Mm. that's fine. That was a base. It's more than I usually eat before drinking. It's true. Um, Any thoughts 
yet on where the monster came from. Under the sample. Did you not see it come out of the ground? But you had your heroes, obviously. Oh, weren't they very good? Mm. Dreyfus is like, like with kind of a mouthful of me. Oh, I was there as well, and a bit dribbles out at Marco's. You were really cool, Your Majesty. Thanks for you. Not so bad. He kind of flexes a small bit, and his back cracks. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Actually, uh, because you showed such heroic qualities at that. Uh, uh, during that fight, I'd, I'd like—I I would imagine, King Dreyfus, that the safety and security of your subjects is well, top of your list of priorities. Would I be correct in saying that? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. And I, I suppose, as an extension of that, then you would probably be disgusted at the idea of people holding people's safety and security at ransom. Oh, I'd be—I'd be in revulsions. The idea that someone could have a, a haven, a place to call home and be safe and the idea that that would be ransomed to them and that if they weren't able to pay that ransom that they would be evicted from that home that would be terrible wouldn't it that sounds utterly barbaric i know and so i was <laughs> surprised <laughs> Leona can, like, audibly, like, ah, and any such uh, action <laughs> Uh, so I imagine she collapses onto the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I splash a bit of alcohol on her. I drink up, you'll be fine. So I'd imagine you would look to outlaw any sort oh, of I practice. Oh, I feel so. Oh, <laughs> medic! Can we get a medic over here, please? <laughs> I require aid. Oh, I'm. Maybe, you, maybe best she goes home. And yeah, rest. you can leave, Leona. I'd leave your sisters. They're way better cracked than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I I feel I just maybe if we if we're not discussing politics, then perhaps best not to discuss economics either as well. Very well, sensitive subject. Well, no, I'm you, fine with that. You yeah. were happy to speak about economics earlier when you're talking about uh, sort of lodging your money and managing your money, <laughs> the money that you take from King Draves's subjects for the homes that they live in. You remember the barbaric thing that we were talking about earlier? Through yeah. the roof, Leona. I mean, I and for the roof, I believe you said as well. <laughs> She's not the villain! <laughs> She's a fucking landlord. She's the villain, okay? She's just an eccentric old lady. <laughs> I have no power in this world, but, but in the fantasy realm, I can do something. I can fight those vultures. <laughs> You, you do see like Michaela kind of pops up but she goes and she misses the where she was born and she bangs into the table <laughs> and like stuff does kind of topple over and then she comes up and she's red in the face <laughs> and her cheeks were rouged already but they were glowing what do you yeah, treat them and, yeah, and she kind of bops the table <laughs> with the, a, a two quarters binty bottle yeah that's kind of a very I always said that we should have had some sort of Social housing. Well, a lot of what we have, a lot of people can't really afford the eye-gouging rents that Leona inflicts on And Leona this time actually does collapse. <laughs> at the table, there is the ringing of a bell. And Dreyfus kind of looks up and it's, oh, finally, food. And Marigold, again, has just buried herself uh, in her hands as an attendant comes over to check on Leona Marino. Uh, to see if she's died from shape. And with that, we will call an end to our penultimate episode. Ooh. Soup, 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 soup. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've been listening to Romancing the Dungeon with Amber, Sam, Louise, Ben, Eilish and me, Declan. Big thank you to Ghost of Red Mountain for our theme song Haunted. Title card and artwork is by Ralph is Redacted. I am so nervous and so excited and so proud of what we got to do this year. As much as I can't wait for season three to start, and we haven't even started recording yet. I am so looking forward to seeing how you all feel about these final moments. And uh, I want to quickly shout out some new friends of ours at DA Dungeon, Mystery Dice Goblin. If you head on over to their store where they sell some amazing TTRPG goodies, dice, and those phenomenal mystery dice bags, uh, if you use the code D8, you can receive a discount on your order and we'll receive a portion of those sales which goes into helping us buy new equipment, pay artists for amazing artwork, and I hope by now we've dropped the artwork of the gang in their ball outfits, so... Wow. Um, yeah, uh, so do check out Mystery Dice Goblin and the episode description for more information on links and how to use that code. We're back in two weeks' time. We're not going to take a break over the holidays. We'll see you on the 29th of December for the finale. Bye. Is there anything anybody wants to do at this point? Oh, yeah. I think we've done it all. Oh, yeah. Come on, rent. We've sold the house in Christ. Now you can call us heroes. <laughs>